Thank you guys for tuning in on this special episode of Saraha the Podcast for Lebanon and the victims of this terrible accident. Uh, Buddha and I have been talking in the back and we have decided to donate a dollar for each listen this episode gets up to $300. So please help us by sharing this episode with, with your circle to help raise awareness of this issue. Um, we will also be including some verified organizations you can donate to in the description of this episode. Please enjoy. All right, boys, we're live. Oh, nice. Okay. Nice, nice. All right, guys, welcome back to another episode of Saraha, the podcast. I'm your co-host, Aboud. We got your co-host, Jose, here, and today we have a special guest. Hello, hello. My name is Iham. Um, I am a friend of these two guys right here, um, and uh, I'm a small content creator from Georgia. Um, I'm on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, everything you can think of, and uh, that's basically the gist of it. Awesome. We're very excited to have you, actually. Bro, I'm excited to be on. Thank you. Uh, so originally, we wanted to make this uh, episode about TikTok, uh, which we're gonna actually going to release an episode about TikTok where we're going to talk about with, with Iham and like his uh, a, his opinions on the matters when it comes to the whole like TikTok uh, getting banned or like what it means to be a content creator. But due to what happened in Lebanon uh, yesterday, uh, we wanted to make this like small special episode. Uh, where we can have like a discussion about it, given that both uh, Abu and Iham are from Lebanon and they have family and friends over there. And I wanted to just uh, take this moment where we can all just have like a dialogue of, about um, what happened yesterday. Yes, as uh, as Joe's kind of touched on, uh, if you guys didn't know, I'm actually Lebanese and Iham as well as Lebanese and Honestly, hearing about the news yesterday, it was devastating. I think I was at work, and I am. It was you that actually gave me a call. Yeah, bro. Um, I actually, I was actually at work as well. Um, and so me and my family have like a WhatsApp group. Um, and I saw two videos of. I, I, all I saw was like the video itself, like the just a picture of like clouds. I was like, okay, like what are these? So I clicked on them, and then I watched the full clip, and it was just a huge explosion. And I'm like holy shit like this is this is crazy so i started like talking to my family trying to figure out what happened and then i found out that um the port in lebanon uh had a huge explosion and then from there it was just like it was all downhill from there i just started like contacting all my family all my friends that i knew in lebanon especially the ones that like lived close to beirut or in beirut itself um and it was just like it was it was really like getting your heart ripped out, bro. Like the the more videos I saw and the devastation, it just it became worse and worse. And it was just sad to see like all the suffering that the Lebanese people have gone through, man. So if you guys haven't heard the news, uh, there was a huge explosion at the port in Beirut, and uh, honestly, I don't even think I can put the explosion into words. And Iham kind of said that it was devastating and. For those of you who don't know what's going on over there, I recommend you check it out because it is it is heartbreaking. We're talking about uh, something uh, is somewhere around like three to five billion dollars in damages, and oh, this man. these are just like early estimates uh, mm-hmm. they're making. Uh, we're talking about around five thousand or plus injured 
and like more than a hundred people death confirmed. And like as I was mentioning, I remember uh, when I saw when I saw the video for the first time, I was uh, I was just scrolling through my Instagram feed, and then a friend of mine just shared something on her story, and I checked it out. It just seemed like a huge explosion. I I saw that I saw the video uh, that was being recorded from the balcony, and then when I first saw the video, um, I was like. I was like, oh, like, wow, that, that's a big explosion. But, like, at the same time, it's like on that video, you can't really see uh, or you can't really, like, take in the magnitude of what I was seeing because it's just, like, a big, uh, like, you see the explosion where you see, like, a shockwave and suddenly you, you don't see anything because, like, the guy recording, like, just, just, just fell or something. And, like, oh, like, oh, wow, that, that's, like, a big explosion. And as I start to look for more, like, videos and information on the matter, um some videos actually got to like capture how devastating it was uh for me like it's the devastation uh settled on my on my brain whenever i saw this one video about uh from really far away but had like a wide uh, angle view of the city and then seeing the shockwave just come out and literally like shred like pull buildings out of the floor, like shred buildings apart like a tornado. That's when I realized like, oh my God, like this, like this is huge. In the balcony video itself, actually, like when he zooms in, like right when the, right when about the explosion was like about to like erupt, like you can literally see, because he zooms in a little bit. And if you pay attention to the buildings from the shockwave itself and the blast, you literally see like, it looks like the buildings are getting disintegrated. It's so crazy. Like this bomb was actually recorded as one of the biggest bombs that have gone off um, in history. And the first two are actually uh, Nagasaki and, and Hiroshima. And as a third listing was the Beirut um, explosion that happened yesterday, which is kind of like crazy if you think about a magnitude, because the first two bombs are atomic bombs, nuclear bombs, you know? And the, the third one is like we don't really know exactly what it was we know something chemical but just seeing like that much magnitude just from that kind of bomb it's just crazy to see um and i don't know if like a lot of people know the history of lebanon like it's it's been through wars and it's it's been you know through a lot of devastation but this just like out of the blue was so crazy and it was so sudden like i've seen some of my friends like texting me and saying like how they're like on a walk, do like walking their dog, or they were just hanging out at a bar with some friends, and then um, just this huge explosion went off out of nowhere, and then people just start freaking out, and just that's when chaos started to to happen, you know. I think I mean just to put it to perspective, my grandparents live about thirty thirty five miles away from that port, and calling my grandfather yesterday to check up on them, he told me that their door swung open, and there were thirty miles away and to put it into even more perspective the country or island of cyprus which is about 150 miles away said that they heard and even felt some tremors from it so mm -hmm. you can tell that type of magnitude is not it's not normal you know no wonder they're comparing it to a nuclear bomb they say i think i read a report that said it's equivalent to like a 4.2 magnitude earthquake if yeah i'm not wrong yeah and people like literally like some people that were like not close near the the bomb site or not bomb site sorry the next to the explosion site itself they even like even my my grandparents and my family that live all the way uh, in the mountains they said they thought it was an earthquake just because like the ground was literally moving 
and like even some of like my my uh, my grandma's house uh, which is also in the in the mountains even some of her like glass windows broke and some like vases fell off so like and again they live all the way in the mountains which in the mountains which is about a 30 40 minute drive from Beirut so imagine like how like that that's more perspective to see how big this this event was you know yeah uh, like all the recent pictures that have been coming out it literally like the port is just flat Mm-hmm. Like every single building in that like small, like I guess like island that the port sets in, mm-hmm. like there's nothing. Like there's absolutely, li- it's all just a flat, empty landway yeah. with just a bunch and, of bended metal. And literally where the explosion went off itself, they said that the, the explosion was so massive and so, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, it was so big that literally it left a... Um, a hole in the ground that was 42 meters deep. Oh my God. And if, if people don't know like how to measure in meters, 42 meters is about the same, is like the equivalent of a 15 story building. So that's how deep this, this bomb set a hole. And it was approximately, I think also 152 meters wide. So like, that's like, if you haven't gotten the perspective yet, like just imagine this is just like, this is just like putting like another view on how big this issue was it was it, it's so massive and and the more videos that keep coming out i'm just i'm just i'm just shocked and like it makes me also think about um <clears throat> also makes me think about like the people on the ground because i also know that lebanon uh has been struggling a lot with like electricity and power and like also its currency and uh recently i know there's been some conflict with like its neighboring countries And it just makes me think about the people on the ground and suddenly having like this massive blast uh, where let's say it knocks out some antennas or like you don't have power at the moment and and there are no news. And like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Like, dude, like we're under attack. You think you're at war. Exactly. And, And I know it. I'm somewhat familiar with the history of Lebanon. Like, I guess not to the extent of you guys. But like if I would like if I would be in the city of Beirut when that bomb went off, I think we just got nuked by from someone or like there was just an attack. And I remember seeing the first few reports um, on like Reddit and Twitter or like even Instagram, like people were like like some people were actually claiming that they were being under attack. Because like at the point there was no information or nothing. It's just like a big explosion just went off. Like there is no no one to reach, no one is saying anything, and 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 I can and I'm I'm trying, well like and I can put myself in the shoes of the people on the ground, just feeling completely lost and like in yeah. this whole devastation. Yeah, man, it's it's really heartbreaking to like to know what the people of Lebanon are going through because, like you said, like they're fighting a financial crisis. The currency of Lebanon is hyperinflated. Um, they're also fighting the coronavirus, a huge pandemic that broke out, um, and just problems on top of problems. And now you add this to their plate, and you know, like how how long can people survive for and not need help? You know, like, I honestly can't think of any country that has been through what Lebanon has been through in the last yeah twenty, thirty, forty years, maybe. Yeah, it's it's just. It's so tough, and like I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm, I'm a person who's who's from Lebanon. Um, my parents were born and raised in Lebanon, but I don't even come close to knowing and experiencing and feeling 
what people feel like and experience down in Lebanon, you know? Like, I 100% understand and feel it and empathize with it because, you know, it's my home country. I have my family that lived there. I used to live there when I was younger, and I visit every single summer to go, you know, have fun, enjoy the summer, and, and see my family and friends. And just, like, some like something like this to happen is just, like, it's just so, it's literally so heartbreaking. Like, for the past, like, two days, I just, me and my family and, like, everybody who's heard about the news have not been able to, like, think straight because, like, of this image and the, and, and this, um, there's just the thoughts going through our head about what's going down there. Yeah, it, it's really hard, especially cause, uh, because also, like, it, it was uh, one of your only ports. Mm -hmm. So besides dealing with a financial crisis, coronavirus, Now all the wounded, like it also had the terrible impact that this happened on like your a major like port. Yeah. So that that port itself, enough. that port itself actually is like responsible for like eighty percent of like imports that get into Lebanon. There's there's other ports in Lebanon, but they're very minimal. They're very small, and they literally won't be able to handle all the volume that they're gonna need to be able to survive longer. You know, and people are already broke. They don't have money. And now they don't have food even more. And they're already fighting famine. Yeah, so like, I, I, I sincerely hope the international community and yeah. like the neighboring like Arabic countries like step in. Because, I, I really hope so. Because like if, if there is any point to like offer help to a country that's struggling, and like it's this one. Like yeah. like I like I honestly like I honestly can put into words like this is like Gladly, it, there wasn't that many lost lives compared to like what it could have been had this happened, let's say, like in the center of the city, mm -hmm. or like something like that. Like if we have, or if, or if, or if it will have uh, uh, crumbled down, like actual buildings of just like breaking the glass and stuff, it would have been like a like an even worse catastrophe catastrophe than than it is. Mm -hmm. But the, given the fact that like. Uh, major port was involved and an almost crumbling financial system and a almost crumbling uh um health system collapsing is like this this is a point where like countries should offer yeah a, their help Lebanon yeah the, sure. the good thing is i mean one one good thing is like recently i think um france is sending in um like rescue teams like to help people find missing people um uh, even missing pets and stuff like that Which is good because, like, any help is help, and you know. Um, and another thing, like, a lot of people are trying to donate and give money and try to help these people out. But, like, the, these people are need a lot of support and a lot of help and a lot of love to be able to get through something like this. I think within a few hours, I saw maybe, I think it was three million British pounds were raised within a few hours. And, I mean, that's always that's always good to know that there are some people who are, you know, taking the initiative and helping out uh, a country that's so dear to them and really glad that, you know, internationally is being, like, it hit the media. I was not expecting to see, you know, when was the last time you saw Lebanon in the Western media, you know? And now I have people at my office who don't necessarily even know where Lebanon is hearing about this blast and just shocking them, you know? So for people who don't know where Lebanon is at. And then, you know, thank you. I got a lot of people at my office asking me, hey, like, is your family okay? Is everyone fine over there? 
and then them just talking about it and it's it's reached it's really been able to uh, you know get into the reach of a lot of people in the west has there uh has there been any numbers about how many people might be missing um uh i believe it's somewhere uh, it's in the hundreds for sure um mm. uh, i don't know exact numbers and i can't really say but um i think it was close to 5000 injured but they can't really put a number on how many are missing but yeah. i think they've i think people have started like instagram pages just to post pictures of missing people yeah. and kind of spread it and i believe that page that was just created already has like close to 100,000 followers mm -hmm. so it's it's great that you know people are helping out and uh even though it may seem small like making an instagram page might seem small but who knows in the long run and if social media was able to reach the west then it's definitely able to reach the people locally Yeah. But then that's another issue is that there's such a power issue in Lebanon where if you don't have power, you don't have internet. And if you don't have internet, then you cannot access these things. Yeah. The thing is, too, I even saw like pictures of like nurses and doctors that were trying to operate and help people with their freaking light phone. Like the phone yeah, with their with, light. With their flash. Yeah, I've seen that. The flash on their light. Like imagine how bad, like. Besides the fact that a huge explosion went off, people are injured, people are missing, people are, are dead, and you don't even have electricity to be able to operate wow. in the nighttime, you know? Like, I, you see pictures of people, like, holding up their phone so a nurse can check on a guy and, and, and fix up his wound. Like, that's how bad this, this issue is. Like, it's issue on top of issue, and they're all just making it worse by the so minute. So, back to... Uh... Back to kind of the root cause, mm -hmm. I think they said it was a a huge confiscated amount of sodium nitrate, which mm -hmm. is kind of the equivalent of dynamite, if you think about it. And I saw a number that was close to 2,800 tons of it. And that, you know, that itself is shocking. Yeah, there is uh, there's a picture going around on Twitter uh, from like a couple of years back when they first seized the shipment. And it's literally like a whole hangar just filled with like bags on bags on bags. And I'm not talking like small bags. We're talking like industrial size one ton bags. Uh, whole hangar just filled with ammonia nitrate. And like to think to think that they would they would like forget about uh, 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 chemicals so reactive in a warehouse and then put a bunch of fireworks next to it. That's just that's just like spell out so much uh, incompetence from yeah. the Lebanese government. And the thing is too, like these um, these bags of ammonium nitrate, I believe, or sodium nitrate, whatever it was, um, they've been in that warehouse in that port for the past like five years. Mm -hmm. it, it hasn't been like stored there recently either. No, I think it was a year. I don't know if it was five. No, it was it was since 2014, and oh wow, it just which is about four, which is about five, six years. But like, imagine like this was under our nose the whole time. And now it's like showed its face, you know, but like, it's so, it's just, it's just so disturbing just to see something like this happen. Um, like imagine, like put yourself in their shoes, like put yourself in someone who was just going for a jog and they see all this smoke and this fire and they're like, Oh, hopefully it's nothing too bad. Maybe it's just a fire that needs to be put out. 
and all you see is this huge explosion. You see the, like the explosion is so big, you can see clouds form. And it was like a mushroom. Cloud. Exactly. And like you see, like I've even seen videos where like some people were like on jet skis in the ocean and they, they decided to start filming. And as soon as the explosion goes off, you, you don't, you don't hear a sound for one second. You see the light of the explosion, then you hear the sound and then you can literally see the shockwave running on the water, like coming towards the people. And let's not forget that this is actually emitting a toxic material. So even breathing it right now mm-hmm. could cause, you know, deaths within the next three, four, five, six days, a week, two weeks, you know, mm-hmm. that could result from this directly or indirectly. So uh, they've emphasized, you know, you got to be wearing a mask, not just for the pandemic, but if you're nearby the area this gas can spread. I mean, it's airborne technically. So how many, uh, how many people live in the city of Beirut? Do you know? Um, well, uh, it's a, it's a small, well, Lebanon in general has a small population, but the, the most dense population is in Beirut. Yeah. So there, and... there, there's definitely hundreds of thousands of people that live, um, in Beirut or like operate. I say maybe close to a million, maybe definitely it's it's a major city it's the capital of lebanon it's it's where everything happened and it's where everything is it's like the place to be in lebanon yeah. you know yeah because i just like the, I'm, uh, I'm asking because i just found out uh that the city governor was saying that up to three hundred thousand people lost their homes because yep. of the explosion yeah and people are literally trying like the goodness of people's heart it's it's crazy especially when something like this happens like people are offering like free rides to go to the uh, to the hospital to donate blood to other people um uh people are trying to help clean each other's houses clean the streets um and just so many so many other things that you can possibly think of and like even sheltering people that lost their homes in this explosion now their people are trying to offer them a place to stay at least in the meantime so, so some some hope comes, you know. Not just that, you guys know. Uh, I spent a great majority of my life in the UAE, and what I'm hearing is the city of Abu Dhabi and Dubai. They're actually calling on their residents to donate blood so they can send it over there. Mm-hmm. So I think that that's massive, massive help, you know. Because thinking about it right now in Lebanon, at least if I was there, I wouldn't know where to go donate blood. You know, yeah. So, because right now it's so chaotic, to the point where blood donations could be, you know, halted or slowed down. The process would be super, super slow because they have so much. I've heard they're turning people away from the hospitals because they just can't handle yeah. the capacity. And like we said, there's the coronavirus pandemic going on, and you know, it's it's like a double whammy here. Mm-hmm. And the crazy thing is, is that like. These hospital, like hospitals in Beirut, within minutes were filled up with people um, trying to get aid and help um, from nurses and doctors. And they filled up so quick that they started having to send people from Beirut up until the mountains. Like even even where I live, 40, 30 minutes away from the capital, they start they open that the, like the hospital start telling them, like, start bringing people all the way up here so we can start treating them like that's how bad. That's how many people were hurt. That's how much, that's how tragic this is, you know? I've seen hotel owners even open up their <laughs> doors for people to stay in those hotels. And honestly, I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they converted some of these hotels to like hospital rooms, you know? Yeah. I feel like at this point they really need it. Mm-hmm. 
it's it's devastating, man. And I don't know the endurance of the Lebanese people. I mean, they've endured so much over the last few years. And, you know, just like you, I have my parent. you know, well, my dad grew up in Lebanon during the midst of some bad times during the 70s and the 80s. Uh, uh, during one of the civil wars or uh, one of the... Yeah, during the... Mm-hmm. Exactly. And even he was telling me, I don't think he's, he used to hear, you know, bombs actually being dropped and planes flying left and right. And he told me he's never seen anything like this. Yeah. And personally, I've, I've literally never seen any like the, anything like it this. It seemed like a movie. It literally, it literally is, it's like something you'd never imagine to see in person, you know, or at least in like in, in videos and stuff. Like, I don't like, I think this is literally the first time I've ever seen a massive explosion on a video like this, you know, and not, not like I've seen like, like tests of videos and stuff like, like tests of bombs and stuff like that. But an explosion like this happening in like in, in, in your home. Yeah. In your own city, in your own home where like you can, if you look at the videos and pictures, you recognize every street, you know, where exactly everything is. And then now all you see is destruction and, you know, cars exploded and, and the streets are in ruins and the buildings are in ruins. There's no glasses on buildings. Like, yeah, it's, 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 it's something totally unseen. Yeah. Hey, guys, uh, just a reminder again that we're going to have some verified organizations you can donate to and that we're going to be donating a dollar for every listen. Again, as we said in the beginning, uh, please enjoy the rest of the show. Have you guys seen that video of that uh, that poor, poor girl having, like, her wedding? She was in her wedding dress. Yeah. And uh, she was filming, like, a, I guess, like, an intro to her wedding video. And, you know, the explosion happened and shattered glass all around. And yeah. they were evacuated. It's... So it's like it, you were able to see this from different views. And I can imagine if I was there seeing all that smoke in the beginning... I would have probably been recording because thinking, I mean, I see fires in Lebanon all the time, you know, shit happens, but, uh, you know, imagine, imagine being, yeah, but imagine being, imagine just recording like you're miles away. You can see the smoke from far and then you get knocked off, you know, and you would have never thought like some of that would happen. I'm glad that at least there was footage available. You know, you would always, con- you know, usually you would condemn people for filming something so catastrophic. But honestly, I'm glad that the that the message was able to spread all around. Especially, especially uh, when it comes to like disasters like this in developing nations, because it helps to bring out a perspective um, for like the world to see and to understand like the 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 calamity that this is. Yeah. Like, have there been no, uh, have, have, have there been, uh, no like prior fire or have this only been like just like one blast and been no, uh, recording of it? Maybe it wouldn't have like reached the glow like the, the way it did. Yeah. I mean, I, the economic crisis didn't even reach around. And I feel like, exactly, you know, one, one problem is having people look deeper into it and learn more about it. Because the economic crisis is not to be ignored. It's, you know, it's, it's at this magnitude, if not maybe worse. Like I know it's not an explosion and it's not a drastic event, but over time it can 
potentially lead up to as many casualties, if not more. And as much of nope. an economic disaster too. Exactly. It's just overall this this whole thing is just it's tough to see and it's tough to go through. Um, and for the people who are whether they're Lebanese, whether uh, Americans, foreigners, whatever you are, you know the only thing you can do from afar is just support them and try to keep on bringing awareness to it. Definitely try to if you're listening to this definitely try to to donate um, in any way you can and just to help yeah. out and any you know be a decent human. You know these people are going through such tough times and you know as a person yeah. like who just is heartfelt to this, definitely try to do your best to like help in any sort of way you know you know i think people don't understand and for anyone who's listening here i don't think you know at least i didn't understand the magnitude of how much i can actually reach people you know Mm -hmm. like people like people you like everyone has a platform even if you think that you don't because everyone can use their platform especially if they're in the west Mm -hmm. to just kind of spread the message and you know, I, I say spread the message of the explosion and trying to help, you know, the people who are in need of the help and rather than honestly spreading any misinformation. Because right now, honestly, I don't really care much for the cause of it. I care more mostly about the safety of the people yeah. and, uh, you know, attending to the needs of everyone who were, lost their homes, was wounded, injured. People who lost their loved ones. Oh my God! I don't even know where to where to end yeah. with this. We definitely, you know, we definitely. Um, everybody. Here, Everyone has a platform. Exactly, and and they should use that platform for good. You know, whether if you're affected by it or not, you should still, at least, do the minimal, which is that, like you can just repost something or post something in your story just to bring awareness, just to, just to for people that don't know what's going on who are either ignorant or are not able to see. Um, or haven't seen a media from from you know the Middle East and from Lebanon, then at least they can see it and bring awareness to people that they know. You know, one one message can go very far. And yeah, we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna put some links to some organizations uh, that people can donate in the description of this uh, podcast. Also in the description of like some of our future podcasts to use like because mm-hmm. we know this is not gonna be like a one unsolved kind of issue this is mm-hmm. this is probably gonna drag on to the lebanese uh people for quite a while over the next coming weeks and months yeah the only thing we can the only thing we can really do now is just to you know wish for the best um mm-hmm. definitely put lebanon and its people in your prayers and just try to you know make change because lebanon needs something different it needs a new path to walk on and it needs new leadership and just, you know, people to make this country a much better one. Because Lebanon is truly such a beautiful place. For the people that have never been there, have never heard of it, it truly is a beautiful place. And I know I'm from there and I've lived there, but I'm speaking as someone who's traveled a lot. Lebanon is truly such a beautiful place. Its people are so beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. the Lebanese people have some of the funniest humor you'll ever meet. And, you know, like you see people smiling through the toughest times and making jokes for the toughest times like we've survived much worse and we are surviving worse now and i truly hope that we keep on surviving and and thrive through this and just you know it's just like it's 
it's sad to see such an amazing place um, just be destroyed. And I just hope that one day in the future, and hopefully in the near future, that Lebanon finds peace and its people find peace and are unable to live in a time you know, of, of harmony and, and good living. Because that's, you know, that's what they need. They need happiness. I mean, these people have endured a lot of bad things. And I have, you know, without a shadow of a doubt, I think that they will get through this. Obviously, we should we should let them know that they're not by themselves. Yeah. We should offer as much help as we can Definitely from support. thousands of miles away. And, you know, knowing the, you know, the spirit of the Lebanese people is something known in the Middle East. You know, the, the endurance of the Lebanese people. So if you're known for being... Uh, if you're known for that, I know they'll bounce back from this. I know they're strong yeah. people. We will definitely not be broken and we'll only become stronger. And we need to stay strong and stay hopeful because that's the only way we can make it into the future, honestly. Yeah. Uh, one of the other things I wanted to bring up about, uh, it's, uh, again, reiterating uh, Iham's and Abu's point about how uh, we, all of us have a platform and we should use that platform to, at the very least, at the very minimum, raise awareness uh, about what's mm-hmm. going on. Um, uh, one of the things that uh, Westerners uh, at least don't know about or like are unaware of is how the impact it has for like people like us that come that come from like these small countries that like no one knows where they are or like no one knows like what if, what even what language we speak or like how to call us. Uh, what it means to us when we see people from like different nationalities with like diff- all different platforms just like raising awareness about like deep issues that like are very close to home and it might seem silly uh, it, it might seem silly to you like because like okay, like something happened somewhere in the United States like everybody knows about it but uh, for us if something happens in our home country and like you as a western take the time to like share it with your uh friends and family or just raise some sort of awareness to it it actually does mean a lot to us definitely definitely and it's just it's just you know the people who have reached out like to me and their other lebanese friends or their other arab friends and 100 percent, and have given them love and support and put them in their prayers you know i i thank you for it um and I definitely think the Lebanese people thank you for it. Definitely try to do anything you can to help out because even a little bit can go a long way. Um, mm-hmm. Even donating, just donating even a freaking dollar could could go a long way, you know. And just from the goodness of, of your heart, do what you think is right and try to help out people in need. Honestly, yesterday was a stressful, stressful day. I think it happened around my lunch break. Uh, when I found out and I was running like a maniac just calling and you know reaching people in Lebanon these days may not be the easiest thing in the world but thankfully thankfully my family was able to kind of answer the phone and at least give us the good word that they're doing okay yeah and that they were all safe and they hadn't been affected by this I think I am you called me and you asked me hey do you know what's going on in Lebanon I said yeah the economic crisis and stuff like that yeah you're like no man check your phone and then I he had sent me videos and I just kind of you know leaned back and was like wow I'm telling you like this this whole this whole you know these past two days and this tragic event just like 
it hit us hard and like even my mom like the first day she didn't even like like she wasn't able to take it in because she was so shocked and then like today she was like kind of freaking out a little bit more just about the whole thing and realizing how big it is i'm like yeah that's that's exactly how i felt as soon as i saw it and like even today i'm I'm not gonna lie like i was literally tearing up uh in my car like at work just because of like all the just everything i've seen like it's just uh, like i i don't even know how to like put it into words like it's so hard to describe to put into words because like a lot of people around the world have never experienced anything close to what the Lebanese people have. Mm-hmm. And for the Lebanese people to be able to get through a lot of shit in the past and still somewhat be happy and smile and now go through this and now they're going to struggle. It's just like the amount of struggles, exactly, and the amount of struggles and things that they've gone through in the in the past years and twenty the past 20, 30 years, it's just, it's amazing to see how strong a person is and how much they can get through you know Joe, how does it feel like from like an outsider view i mean you're not you're not lebanese or middle eastern but finding out about this i wonder how your initial reactions were i mean again like when i first saw the couple of videos i didn't really understood the magnitude of what i was seeing but like as the stories kept coming up and like more information uh was coming up about it it was uh it was uh, very. It was at first use use shocking, like seeing something like this happen, and then it was then just like a really really sad because because like the whole world has been the whole world is right now experiencing a, cumul- a cumulative traumatic event with the pandemic going on, and then you have a country like Lebanon because. I'm, I'm aware to uh, what's going on in there and you have a country like Lebanon facing a financial crisis on top of a pandemic and then you have this huge blast is going up and affecting almost the whole city of Beirut and it's just it's 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 really hard not to empathize with the people on Lebanon with on Lebanon right now if you have any sort of awareness from pre- previous awareness about, about what was going on but even if you don't, it's like like all the countries right now are dealing with this pandemic. And like this poor small country now got knocked with like this thing out of nowhere. It's 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 it's, it's difficult. It's, yeah, it's it's, it's kinda difficult. it's kinda sad to hear that this is kinda what puts Lebanon on the map right now in the West, you know? Mm-hmm. Like you always wanna be put on the map for a good thing, not a traumatic event like this. And but at the same time, I am glad that it, you know, it is getting the awareness that it deserves. Uh, you know, a lot of news anchors in the United States, uh, some channels, uh, MSNBC, Fox Five, Atlanta, those are just a few to name, but they've all reported it. And the smaller communities of, uh, the smaller communities in America who might have never heard about news in the middle east at least this specific to the country to a small country like lebanon are able to hear it see it and kind of empathize with it mm-hmm. you know no matter no matter what political view or anything that anyone has everyone was able to look at it and just be like wow like the the things these people are going through right now yeah and um, if there's any if if there is anything we want to um, 
let our listeners uh, to take home with take home with is uh, that this was like a major disaster for an already struggling nation and its mm-hmm. people. And um, we we hope that we at the very least use major word for what's going on there. Yeah. And uh, hope for you to help in any way you can, even if it just means you resharing one post one post on Instagram or donating one dollar to the Red Cross in Lebanon or something. Yeah, and I want to reiterate that we did not plan on having this uh, this kind of podcast to talk about this event, but in light of what's happened, I feel like it's necessary, at least for us on our part, regardless of whatever reach we have, uh, to spread the message, you know? And I, I really appreciate you guys doing something like this too. Um, like you said, even though... Um, you guys are still t- starting off new and stuff to be able to talk about something like this. Um, it just, it, it means a lot. And, and it's, it's good to talk about things to get off, you know, get some stress off your shoulders and kind of talk about what's going on in the world. Um, but, you know, we definitely need, um, definitely need action and definitely need um, just better things for Lebanon in general. Um, but hopefully the people that are listening to this, they they do some part in helping out um and that's only honestly like all we can ask for mm-hmm. okay guys um any uh, well no, no, i have a really appreciate you saying this <laughs> um uh guys any more closing thoughts that's it no uh i'm glad uh we're able to kind of get some things off our chest and uh people of lebanon you know we stand with you i stand with you mm-hmm. uh Iham stands with you. Joe stands with you. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really hope that the entire West will stand with them and help them through this time. Mm-hmm. And like we said, we're going to put some links for some donation organizations in the description of this podcast, in this episode. And, you know, anything small would help. Mm-hmm. Anything small, you know. Yeah. If it's if it's a dollar, if it's two dollars, ten dollars, it, it helps. Yeah. Okay, guys. Uh, thank you so much uh, for joining us. Uh, thank you, Iham, for joining us. Uh, yes, at the sir. end of this, we're about to start recording our actual TikTok episode. Uh, but again, I really wanted to have like this space where uh, we can take the opportunity of having two Lebanese people talk uh, yeah. directly about um, what it means for them, this uh, huge disaster that just happened in the country of Lebanon. Uh, again, uh, thank you to all of listeners for joining. Uh, please don't forget to follow and please stay tuned for our next episode. Uh, should be right after this one. And remember, it'll be quite gonna, interesting. Yeah, we're going to be here every week in Saraha the podcast. Uh, don't forget to listen wherever you get your podcast. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Thank, Thank you, you for joining us, man. Thank yeah, you guys. Thank you for, man. <laughs>